0: Welcome to the Decorum Talking newspaper for the week ending Saturday, the 2nd of July, 2022. This is David, and your other readers this week are Susan and Mark, and our reader Catherine may join us for part two. Your editor is Fola, and we are Team Five. Our items are taken from the local Gazette and Express, covering Hemel, Hempstead, Birkenstead and Tring. And all telephone numbers are on the local code of 01442, unless it says otherwise. For those of you with computers, our website address is dtnhemel.org.uk. Headline stories in this week's front page include Ukraine refugees face losing homes and hospice charities to merge. More on these and other stories now follow.
1: Hello this is Susan. The M1 near Hemel Hempstead will have safety improvements with work starting overnight from Monday this week, June the 27th, to resurface the roads. National Highways has started working to upgrade the roads between Junction 8, that's the Brakespear interchange, and Junction 9, Friars Wash interchange. The works will also include renewing road markings and studs, repairing bridge joints and upgrading signs. The work will be p- completed during weeknight closures between 10pm and 5am until September the 30th. There will be no work to be carried out during the bank holiday of August the 26th to the 29th. Here are some of the closures and diversion details from today to September the 30th. June the 27th to July the 30th, M1 northbound between junctions eight and nine, traffic will be diverted onto the A414 westbound, A4147 Maylands Avenue to Swallowdale Lane, Redbourne Road, B487 Redbourne Road and A5183 Dunstable Road to rejoin the M1 northbound at Junction 9. Please visit the National Highways website for full details of the schedule of works.
2: Hello, this is Mark. Nicola Sturgeon has announced plans for a second Scottish independence referendum on October the 19th, 2023, despite opponents calling it a pretend poll. Scotland's First Minister and SNP leader said the vote's legality would be determined by the Supreme Court. In 2014, Scottish voters backed remaining in the UK by 55% to 45%. The Scottish Government requires a Section 30 order to legally hold a referendum but Prime Minister Boris Johnson has said he will not grant one. Ms Sturgeon told MSPs, if the court finds there is no lawful way for a poll, my party will face the UK general election on this single question, should Scotland be an independent country? But Scottish Conservative leader Douglas Ross has said his party will not participate in an illegal referendum and said Ms Sturgeon's selfish obsession had taken precedence over issues such as the cost of living and NHS waiting times. Scottish Labour leader Anna Sarwar said her timing was wrong as the pandemic was still claiming lives. Scottish Lib Dem leader Alex Cole Hamilton asked Ms Sturgeon why her fixation with breaking up the UK will always trump the needs of the people in the country.
0: Doctors have threatened to go on strike over a new contract that forces GPs to work evenings and weekends. Medics at the British Medical Association annual conference were urged to follow the example of the rail unions and channel our inner Mick Lynch. And BMA members at the Brighton event voted 57% in favour of a motion to Organise opposition to the imposition of the new contract, including industrial action if necessary. Some 17% voted against the action and 26% abstained. The protest is over changes to the 2022-2023 GP contract announced by NHS England in March. It calls for doctors to make at least 25% of appointments available for online booking, while also extending opening hours. The changes mean GPs need to offer appointments from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturdays and until 8 p.m. on weekdays. Doctors argue the terms are too inflexible, overly bureaucratic, and take power away from GPs to decide how to allocate funding to best serve their communities. While GPs would be unlikely to stop providing emergency and urgent care, they could refuse to carry out other routine work and cut their hours. A new ballot would be needed for industrial action to happen, with more than half of eligible GP members voting in favour. Calling on GPs to channel our inner Mick Lynch, Dr Jackie Appleby, a GP from Tower Hamlets in London, said, We should take our lead from the RMT, They have quite rightly said, enough is enough. No more pay erosion, no more safety cuts. Earlier in the week, the BMA passed a motion calling for a 30% pay rise for all medics, including GPs, who earn £100,000 a year on average.
1: Britain's new army chief has said the Western Allies must be unequivocally prepared to fight if Russia launches an attack on NATO territory. General Sir Patrick Sanders said, Europe faced another 1937 moment, a reference to the initial failure to stand up to Hitler, following Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine. He warned Moscow is likely to emerge from the conflict as an even bigger security threat. And he said it is essential NATO has the forces in place to deter future land grabs by Putin. To succeed, the British Army, in conjunction with our NATO allies and partners, must be in place, or at especially high readiness, ideally a mixture of both, Sir Patrick told the Royal United Services Institute Land Warfare, Warfare Conference in London, It came after NATO leaders agreed to increase their rapid response force to 300,000. Defence Secretary Ben Wallace told the conference, Britain must spend more on the military to tackle threats from Russia, China and other nations.
2: Local families are being urged to check to see if they're entitled to vouchers from the NHS as figures show that more than 300 families in decorum are not claiming. As people feel the pinch with the cost of living crisis, families can get vouchers to help pay for milk, fruit and vegetables for children and mums going through pregnancies. The latest figures for the borough show that in March 331 families were not claiming the NHS Healthy Start Card that they are entitled to. Despite the 70% uptake in the scheme, Decorum families are missing out on an estimated £73,200. This comes as the price of essential items continues to soar, with inflation predicted to rise to 11% this year, according to the Bank of England. Across England, 143,212 families are missing out on an estimated £31,649,852 yearly. The digital card can be used to buy plain liquid cow's milk, infant formula milk, based on cow's milk, fresh, frozen and tinned fruit and vegetables, and fresh, dried and tinned pulses. The new Healthy Start card, which has replaced paper vouchers, can be used in any shop that accepts MasterCard.
0: People can apply if they are receiving universal credit or child tax credit. If people do not reapply for the new healthy start scheme online, the benefit for individuals and their children will stop. Families can still use the paper vouchers until expiry date printed on them. For universal credit recipients, they must be at least 10 weeks pregnant or have at least one child under four years old and the family's monthly take-home pay for this period is £408 or less from employment. Those on child tax credit can apply if they have at least one child under four years old, and the family's annual income is £16,190 or less. To apply, people will need their name, address, date of birth, national insurance number, the baby's due date if you're pregnant, and a benefit-award letter if they are over 18. The card can only be used in store and its balance can be checked at an ATM.
1: Now, a couple of letters from readers in the Gazette and Express Let's Talk page, starting with this one from Ian Green. It would be so horrible to know that you're responsible for the premature death of your beloved pet dog, wouldn't it? But tragically, every summer, many dogs die from heat stroke and dehydration when they're left alone in a car on a sunny day. The large amount of glass and small volume inside a car means the temperature can quickly become much, much hotter than the outside, even if you leave a window open please never leave your dog in a car, even for a short while. And if you see another dog alone in a car and you think he or she might be in danger, please call 999 immediately. Calling anybody else may take too long, so use the emergency number. In hot weather, a dog can also suffer from heat stroke when walking, playing, or running, or sitting in direct sunshine. Take your dog out early in the day while it's still cool outside, and take fresh water and a bowl with you. In a heatwave, maybe abandon walks altogether, and make sure your dog always has access to shade, ventilation and fresh water.
2: And from Lorraine Brown. When I see the images and hear stories of all the chaos at our airports, I can't help but smile as I sit in my garden. I appreciate not everyone has a garden, but everyone has access to our parks and there is so much to enjoy without leaving your own neighbourhood. Just a little bit of sunshine and the greenery around, not to mention some spectacular floral colours, really lifts my spirits. While I like a holiday as much as anyone else, I'm also content to stay at home Now we aren't locked down. When I do go away, I'm planning to leave the country, but not by far. I'm spending two weeks exploring Scotland in August and I have no intention of joining the madness at the airports. Who remembers when we all encouraged each other to look for positives without travelling too far, which is expensive and not good for the planet? The pandemic challenged us all to think differently, but how quickly we've gone back to our old ways. There's nothing wrong with jumping on a plane to worship the sun, but we should also remember that you can find great joy on your own doorstep in our own country. Let's not forget that staycations and treating yourself here also creates jobs and supports local business.
0: Now back to more news. Rennie Grove Hospice Care and Peace Hospice Care have announced that the two charities have proposed a merger To bring improved and extended services to people needing end-of-life care the charities would merge to form rennie grove peace hospice care and would serve communities across Hertfordshire and buckinghamshire the charities say that all current services offered by both the charities will continue as usual with the goal to deliver better outcomes from their combined resources stuart marks chief executive of rennie grove and designated chief executive of the new organization, Rennie Grove Peace Hospice Care, said that by merging, it would be able to pool its resources to reach more people with better care. Mr. Mark said, our wonderful local community raises most of the cost of running our services, so it's important that we repay this incredible generosity by making sure we are always meeting the changing needs of everyone in the community. We believe that this merger will allow us to do that. Rennie Grove Hospice Care and Peace Hospice Care will work together on future development and expansion as one charity.
1: The aim is to provide a wider range of services and use its combined voice to secure resources. Craig Duncan, Interim Chief Executive of Hospice UK said, The proposed merger of Rennie Grove and Peace Hospice Care is an example of forward-thinking organisations taking a proactive approach to securing the best care for their local communities for the future. Dr Jeremy Schindler Chair of Trustees at Peace Hospice Care and Chair of the new organisation added, with palliative care we have just one chance to get it right And we're determined to do what's needed to ensure that happens for people in the areas we serve in Hertfordshire and Buckingham. This merger is said to be subject to the final approval of both the Charity Commission and the members of Rennie Grove Hospice. It is expected to take place with a target date of October 1st this year.
2: Heathrow Airport is to be forced to cut passenger charges amid a surge in demand for flights. The cap on the average fee per traveller will be tightened each year, gradually falling from £30.19 today to £26.31 in 2026, the Civil Aviation Authority, CAA, announced. But Heathrow boss John Holland Kay said It will only result in passengers getting a worse experience at Heathrow as investment in service dries up. The airport had called for the average to be raised further to £41.95. It was given consent to increase fees from £19.60 on January 1st this year due to the collapse in its earnings during COVID. CAA Chief Executive Richard Moriarty said the reduction is about doing the right thing for consumers. He believes Heathrow will still be able to invest in improvements, such as new security scanners and a 1.3 billion upgrade of baggage facilities at Terminal 2. The airport expects 54.4 million passengers this year, up nearly 9 million compared with forecasts in December, but still only two-thirds of the 2019 levels.
0: Nearly a dozen Ukrainian refugee households faced homelessness after arriving in Decorum, according to new figures. But Decorum Borough Council says that it is providing help and access to accommodation for Ukrainian people who have arrived in the borough. Ukrainians fleeing the Russian conflict can apply for visas to stay in the UK under the Ukraine Family Scheme or Ukraine Sponsorship Scheme. The family scheme allows Ukrainian nationals to stay with relatives already living in the UK, and the sponsorship scheme allows individuals to host refugees for a minimum of six months. But the schemes have been affected by delays in processing visas, and some have warned of safeguarding issues and mismatches between hosts and refugees.
1: Home Office data shows 10 refugee households in decorum were homeless or at risk of homelessness as of June the 3rd, including two households with children. A spokesperson for the Decorum Borough Council explained, as of June the 20th a total of 174 visas have been approved for Ukrainian nationals within the Decorum area. 124 accommodation checks have been undertaken to ensure that properties that households are joining are suitable for their needs. Where a property is identified as unsuitable, we liaise with Hertfordshire County Council, HCC, to ensure that households can be rematched to alternative sponsors. The council says that it's working in partnership with HCC, the voluntary sector and the East of England migration team to ensure cohesive planning and wraparound support is provided to refugee households. The statement continued, where a refugee household finds themselves homeless or at risk of homelessness, we're providing proactive help, advice, support to access accommodation and or temporary accommodation in line with the amended legislative framework and code of guidance.
2: The figures show all of these households faced homelessness after the arrangement with their hosts broke down. According to the data, one household's homelessness duties have since ended as of June the 3rd. Shadow Leveling Up and Housing Secretary Lisa Nandy said, Ministers were warned about the risk of refugees becoming homeless on the day they launched the sponsorship scheme, but they were more interested in grandstanding in television studios been doing their jobs to protect vulnerable people. In decorum, 247 visas had been issued as of June the 14th, and 174 refugees due to stay with sponsors in the area had arrived in the UK. A spokesperson for the Department for Leveling Up Housing and Communities said, all arrivals have access to benefits and public services, as well as the right to work or study from the day they arrive. The overwhelming majority of people are settling in well, but in the minority of cases where family or sponsor relationships break down, councils have a duty to ensure families are not left without a roof over their head. Councils also have access to a rematching service to find a new sponsor in cases under the Homes for Ukraine scheme.
0: The Stop Brexit Man, Steve Bray, as had his loudspeaker seized, hours after a law cracking down on noisy protests came into force. The activist, who is known for using a megaphone to shout, Stop Brexit! and often plays music outside Parliament, was seen struggling with police and saying, Hands off! in footage. An officer could be heard responding, You've already been warned not to turn it on, before Mr Bray calling, called them fascists. The Police Crime Sentencing and Courts Act includes measures to curtail noisy protests. The Met said, The man was using the equipment in a zone where the use of amplified equipment is prohibited. He was spoken to by officers on multiple occasions. But Labour MP Graham Morris warned he was being silenced.
1: Hertfordshire Constabulary is warning residents to be careful of WhatsApp messages that appear to be from relatives asking for money. Police say that parents have reported receiving messages claiming that their child's phone has broken and that the child needs urgent financial assistance. Fourteen reports were made during this month, with a total losses of more than £13,000. Detective Sergeant Mike Mark Favre from Hertfordshire Constabulary Serious Fraud and Cyber Unit has reminded people on WhatsApp may not be who they claim to be. Remember that on WhatsApp, just like emails and phone calls, people are not always who they claim to be.
2: If you get a message from a number you do not recognise, Claiming to be someone you know and asking for money or personal information it is best to pause and check that they are who they claim to be. We advise asking them to call you or meet you in person before acting on their request. If you think you're a fraud victim call Action Fraud on 0300 123 2040 to report using a different phone to that used to communicate with the fraudsters. If fraud is in progress or someone's life is in danger, call 999 immediately. For more advice on spotting fraud and how to better protect yourself, go to actionfraud.police.uk or hearts.police.uk.
0: Young people have spruced up a community garden in Hemel Hempstead for older people. The garden was revamped as part of a Prince's Trust scheme with Hertfordshire Constabulary and Hertfordshire Fire and Rescue Service. As part of the Trust's two-week personal development course, the young people completed a community project, raising funds for a worthy cause and carrying out works on the garden. The course is a chance to give young adults the skills and confidence to secure employment or go into further education. The centre in the park, a charity-run social centre for the elderly in Gadebridge Park, was the cause chosen by the young people. P.C. Aaron Warby, who is currently working with the Prince's Trust as a mentor, said, Their garden was in a state of disrepair and so unsafe that it could not be enjoyed properly. To raise money for the works, we held a local cake sale and sought sponsorship, raising almost £500. He explained that they worked to repair loose paving, fix guttering and remove weeds and that the group also received donations of plants from a local company. He added, I have been really impressed by the young people on this course who have thrown themselves into every task and have made a real difference to those who attend the centre in the park. they officially handed over the improved garden along with almost £200 left over from their fundraising efforts to centre in the park.
1: A Hertfordshire education organisation has received 50 laptops and 50 SIM cards to help children with their education. Hertfordshire Virtual School which helps children in care, homeschooling and mainstream schools to improve their opportunities in education was given the equipment from the access foundation felicity evans head of hertfordshire virtual schools said during the pandemic many children faced disadvantages and barriers to education due to limited financial resources the lack of internet access and working computers made things difficult as online learning became more common. Felicity said, During the pandemic, many children without such equipment and resources were relying on the use of their parents' mobile phone to complete their schoolwork, and for those whose parents had only occasional credit for their phone, schoolwork was not possible.
2: A nine-year-old busker who featured on Britain's Got Talent will perform at Chillfest in Tring this July. Imi Davis from Hertfordshire will be performing on the second day of Chillfest. The two-day music event, which takes place on July the first and second, will see Imi take to the stage after Spandau Ballet frontman Tony Hadley. The announcement comes following Imi's recent semi-final place on Britain's Got Talent. Imi will play to her biggest crowd yet and perform at a festival for the first time. She said that being given this opportunity means the world to her. She said, I'm so happy that Chillfest is letting me sing on Saturday for these famous pop stars, but I'm not nervous, just so excited. The Busker added, afterwards I'll be watching all the other acts and taking my autograph book too. Thank you very much Justin and BBC Three Counties Radio for believing in me and making this happen. The young singer, who's been compared to Amy Winehouse and is currently Westminster's the youngest licensed busker, Imi performs in London at Leicester Square, Covent Garden and Falgar Square. Other acts at the festival include the Proclaimers, ABC, Maxi Priest, Top Loader and The Real Thing. This year Chillfest takes place at Pendley Manor in Tring on July the 1st and 2nd. Tickets can be purchased at Chillfest .co.uk/chillfest-buy-tickets
0: Summer is finally here. But while trips to parks and beaches to get our vitamin D hit are welcome, raised temperatures could ruin our sleep. So here's how to beat the heat. A cooler temperature is optimal for sleep advises Dr. Rebecca Robbins, sleep expert who says around 18 degrees centigrade or 19 degrees centigrade is best. She explains, Your body's ability to regulate temperature is a big part of how it regulates sleep. During rapid eye movement sleep, the brain's temperature regulating cells switch off. If it's too warm and stuffy, or your sleeping surface is unable to breathe and disperse moisture, you may begin to sweat and overheat. However, opening bedroom windows may be a problem for hay fever sufferers. Max Weisberg, airborne allergens expert, says, put pollen filter window screens over the windows and then you can open the window. If you do have air conditioning, as long as they've got good filters, that would help. With lighter evenings and warmer weather, you might be spending more time in the garden or having dinner a bit later. But Robbins advises us to commit to a bedtime routine and stick to it. Falling asleep at the same time and waking up at the same time is everything. It allows the body to work with, rather than fight, its natural circadian rhythm, our body's internal clock that controls the timing of every organ system and bodily process.
1: Lying in bed feeling hot and bothered at 3 a.m. is one of life's greatest frustrations. However, just hoping to drift back to sleep could be counterproductive. It's actually one of the worst things we can do if we're struggling to sleep, Robin says. Instead, she advises getting up after 15 minutes, keeping the lights low, and doing some gentle exercise, reading, or some non-stimulating tasks like folding laundry, before returning to bed. Your mattress and bedding also play an integral role in ensuring you get enough sleep. A breathable sleeping surface made from natural materials can help prevent you from overheating, says Robbins. Natural fibres are great for wicking away moisture. They're also breathable and allow airflow, keeping you cool during warmer nights. Take a lesson from our European friends by grabbing yourself a lightweight sheet that will keep you covered but cool at night. Alcohol and caffeine will lead to dehydration. Don't guzzle litres of water directly before bed. Drink glasses of cool water throughout the day instead. If you do wake up parched in the middle of the night, avoid the urge to down glass after glass. Take long sips of cool water until you feel satisfied instead.
2: Now we come to the information slot. This is followed by the obituaries, what's on and more local stories.
0: The Decorum Talking Newspaper's annual general meeting is booked for 2pm on Saturday, the 3rd of September at the Aidyfield Community Centre in Queen Square, HP2 4EW. The local mayors will be attending and a nice tea will be provided. We're also planning an interesting quiz for you. We will organise a minibus to get you there and home again, but you must ring the secretary on 217918 to book a place, leaving your name address and telephone number. It will be a good opportunity to meet other listeners and the many members of the DTN team of volunteers. We look forward to hearing from you.
1: The following day trips are planned by Community Action Decorum to take place from July to September 2022. The schedule includes Grove House Gardens in Dunstable, Water's Edge in Marsworth, Lavender Farm in Hitchin, Southend-on-Sea, Hatfield House, the Rusty Gun Country Club pub in Hitchin, Wild Raven Farm Shop in Rousham, Nobby's Farm in Great Billington, Wardown House and Museum in Luton, and a waterways experience in the Berkhamstead Tring area. The day trips are for people living in Decorum and will pick up points it will include pick-up points in Hemel, Berkhamstead, Northchurch, Potten End, Nettledon, Little Gadston, Tring, Tring rural villages, Wiggington and Oldbury, All of the trips are accessible to people with mobility difficulties. For more information about the content and cost of the trips and to book, phone 212 888.
2: Planning a holiday abroad? Do note, tourists are set to be fined 750 euros, that's 645 pounds, for peeing in the sea in Spain this summer. Officials in the city of Vigo in Galicia are cracking down on people urinating in the sea or on the beach by punishing those caught doing it with a big fine. The city council says the habit breaks hygiene and sanitary rules and needs to stop. To help tackle the situation, public toilets will be installed on beaches during the busiest holiday period. The council hasn't revealed how it will be able to tell if people have actually gone for a wee in the sea.
0: Obituaries recorded on the family announcements page of this week's paper are Emma Lee Carter, Norman Jeffrey Carter, Violet Rita Cooper Rita, Colin Paul Graves and Betty Horn. May they rest in peace.
1: This week in history, June the ninth, 1966, Barclays Bank introduced Barclay Card, the first British credit card. On this day last year, England beat Germany 2-0 in Euro 2020 and proceeded to the quarter finals. June the 30th, 1859, the great tightrope walker Blondin crossed Niagara Falls from the US to Canada in just eight minutes. The rope was stretched 1,100 feet and suspended 160 feet above the falls. On this day last year, a new survey revealed a fifth of ready meals sold by UK supermarkets were plant-based or vegetarian and were the cheapest option at the majority of retailers. July 1, 1929. The cartoon character Popeye the Sailor was created by Elsie Segar in the US. On this day last year, the Duke of Cambridge and Duke of Sussex attended a small event to mark the unveiling of a statue of the Princess of Wales at Kensington Palace. July 2, 1937. Amelia Earhart Putnam, American aviator, and co-pilot Fred Noonan were lost near Howland Island in the Pacific during their attempt to fly around the world. On this day last year, billionaire businessman Sir Richard Branson announced he would be taking his first space flight with Virgin Galactic. July the 3rd, 1969, Brian Jones, who had just left the Rolling Stones, was found drowned in his swimming pool. On the same day in 1971, Dawes singer Jim Morrison died of a heart attack in Paris.
2: Billionaire Boy is on at Milton Keynes Theatre from June the 30th to July the 3rd. David Williams's tale tells the story of Joe Spud, who is 12 years old and the richest boy in the country. He has his own sports car, two crocodiles as pets, and £100,000 a week pocket money. But what Joe doesn't have is a friend. Visit atgtickets.com to book.
0: Now for some comedy. Tringe Festival Court Theatre Tring. July the fourth to the twenty third. The pre Edinburgh Festival extravaganza returns after a two year break. The Tringe is an established and successful part of the UK comedy calendar, offering the perfect final rehearsal both for performers going to Edinburgh and those preparing for their autumn tours. Acts on the lineup in the first week include Arthur Smith and Eleanor Tiernan. Get stuffed dot biz slash to book tickets or for more information about the festival.
1: Chillfest, Pendley Manor, Tring, July the 1st and 2nd. The two-day retro festival is returning after a two-year break and promises to be the biggest in its ten-year history. Opening the show is local artist Tony Hadley. The former frontman of Spandau Ballet. Saturday's headline act, Scottish rock duo The Proclaimers, will play at Chillfest for the first time. ABC, Maxi Priest, Top Loader, Peter Hook and the Light, The Real Thing, Bad Manners, Toyer, and Heatwave make up the eclectic lineup, promising something for everyone. Friday's fan favourite Totally Tribute is back, and better than ever, with the bootleg Beatles, a tribute to Amy Winehouse, Noasis, Who Are You, and ABBA Revival. An array of food from around the world is available on Saturday too. Visit chillfest.co.uk to book.
2: Tour de France. From the 1st to the 24th of July, the world's biggest cycling event kicks off in Copenhagen, Denmark. It covers over 3,300 kilometres, which is 2,050 miles, across 21 stages. It ends in Paris on the 24th of July. International Joke Day is the 1st of July. Get ready to laugh as people across the world are encouraged to share their favourite jokes.
0: A 92 year old man is thought to have become the oldest person to sit a GCSE exam. Derek Skipper took a maths exam at Cumberton Village College in a hall full of 16 year olds. He hopes for a good mark.
1: Paul Hollywood didn't set out to become a baker. Yes, his father was a baker, but he initially joined the industry through necessity. After going to art school, I just needed a trade, Hollywood, age 56, confesses. The 80s were difficult for everybody. Everyone was on the dole, so you needed a trade to get some money. It was hard, being young. Getting a trade was always a bonus, whether you were a plumber, a brickie or whatever, and I ended up being a baker. It was a skill I had to learn, but I did pick it up fairly quickly. And he knows how lucky he is to have fallen in love with the art of baking. Any person who does a job they love, it's not like work. Getting out of bed in the morning was difficult, but you get used to it. Sometimes it's easy to forget Hollywood, best known as the steely-eyed judge on much-loved show The Great British Bake Off, built a whole career as a professional baker before going on the telly. He's well acquainted with those brutal 2am starts. His secret was never to snooze the alarm. Anyone that snoozes in my industry ended up getting sacked for being late. Later, he became head baker at the Dorchester Hotel and supplied Harold's and Waitrose with his bakes.
2: Hollywood wrote his latest cookbook, Bake, while in the Bake Off bubble in 2021, and he couldn't have chosen a better environment. It gave me the drive because it was all on tap. Some of the things I was eating at the time, I was thinking, I could better that, or do something like that. So is the harsh but fair TV judge the same as the Paul Hollywood at home? At home, I'm a bit more chilled, Hollywood muses, but he's still very much a perfectionist. There are certain things I like, I do have a routine, I make bread all the time for home, and I always make toast for my chucky egg in the morning, and the egg has to be done at 5 minutes and 13 seconds, not 12, not 14, 13. I'm like that. I don't like change too much, I think it's just the way I am. Bake, My Best Ever Recipes for the Classics by Paul Hollywood is published by Bloomsbury Publishing and priced at £26.
0: For most people, picking up a newspaper or clicking on a website is the easiest way to keep up-to-date with local news. But what about the visually impaired? Enter the Decorum Talking Newspaper. This audio newspaper service records from Adyfield Community Centre and gives blind and visually impaired individuals in Decorum equipment to stay connected with their local area. Using the Gazette and some national stories, Decorum Talking Newspaper, DTN, creates recordings of the week's biggest news. Kevin Duna, DTN's newest editor, says that this is a great service for people who cannot read the news. He said, It's about keeping people connected. It's about what's going on in the area. Kevin is part of a small team of editors who work on weekly recordings and are always looking for new volunteers. It is easy to think that visually impaired people might not be interested in stories that they can't get involved with themselves, but Kevin says that for visually impaired people, not being able to go to certain events doesn't mean that they don't want to stay in the know about local news. After weekly recording, an hour-long clip is available online at DTN's website. Please visit the website for more information.
1: And from our Cost of Living campaign, Price Watch, we highlight the impact of rising bills on our readers. Food prices are at an all-time high right now, as inflation hits and the price of a weekly shop skyrockets. In the 12 months to April 2022, research by the Office for National Statistics showed that food prices rose by around 6-7%, to and we're here to help. Little and Aldi continue to provide the cheapest weekly supermarket shop, closely followed by Asda, then Sainsbury's, Ocado, Tesco, Morrisons and Waitrose. The ONS research shows that some items showed increases of more than 15 percent, while other items fell in price. It was shown that the price of pasta increased significantly with prices of crisps, bread, beef mince, rice, biscuits, fruit juice and frozen vegetables also showing a marked increase in price. Prices of apples, sausages, chips, pizza, cheese and potatoes showed a decrease in price over the 12 months studied. The highest price hikes were shown to be for beef mince, chicken breasts, pasta, vegetable oil crisps, and rice. Over the same 12-month period, the largest price fall was found to be for potatoes, cheese, and pizza.
2: The most disadvantaged in society and those on the lowest incomes have been hit hard, as a greater proportion of their weekly budgets is now spent on the big supermarket food shop. ONS found that if an item was £2 in April 2021, And rose to £2.20, the item index would increase from 100 in April 2021 to 110, reflecting a 10% price increase. It has been found that larger proportions of the incomes of the bottom 10% of the population in terms of their incomes are needed for basic food and energy essentials. When studying the price of 30 everyday items, the ONS found that combining the lowest cost items into an index shows that overall, the prices of the cheapest items has risen since April 2021 in line with official measures of inflation. Over the month from March to April 2022, ONS found that the items that saw the largest increase in the lowest price bracket were breakfast cereal, up 6%, and mixed frozen vegetables and vegetable oil, which both increased by 5%.
0: Do you like to go out on a day trip every now and again? Do you like to meet new people? If so, why not volunteer as a day trip helper with community transport? Community transport arranges day trips for people living in decorum with pick-up points in Hemel, Hempstead, Marquette, Flamstead, Great Gadsden, Chipperfield, Bovington and Kings Langley. They have a full schedule of trips planned during July, August and September and are looking for people to accompany the minibuses to help passengers on and off and to join the trip. Trips include Hitchin Lavender Farm, Southend-on-Sea, Hatfield House and Nobby's Farm Shop, among others. As a volunteer, you will receive free entry to venues.
1: Homestart Hertfordshire is looking for people Who either have parenting experience or experience of working with children to volunteer as a family mentor. A mentor visits families in their own home for two to three hours once a week. Volunteers will be matched to families depending on their skills and experience. Family mentors offer practical and emotional support to parents so that they can cope with the challenges they're facing tasks include helping families to get out of the house to visit groups and meet people and accompanying them to medical appointments to occupy the children whilst the parent is in the appointment as a family mentor you will receive full training and support from home start if you'd like to learn more please email volunteering at community action decorum .org.uk or call 247209
2: 3 out of 5 adults believe the recent rail industrial action was justified 72% of adults aged 18 to 34 supported the action 44% of adults aged 55 plus supported the action of Labour voters supported the action and 38% of Conservative voters supported the action. 35% were generally opposed and two out of three said the government had not done enough to avoid the strikes and 61% say the same of Transport Secretary Grant Shapps.
0: A man from Hemel Hempstead has been put behind bars for raping a woman in her own home. Robert Wells, 32, from Springfield Road in Hemel Hempstead, was sentenced to six years and five months in jail after being found guilty at St Albans Crown Court on June 20th for an attack in the town in September 2019. Detective Constable Caroline Niewoz, who led the investigation, said after the sentencing... I would like to praise the victim for her courage in coming forward and for the dignity she has shown throughout the trial. I hope today's result will allow her to move forward. The police have urged victims of sexual assault to report the offence no matter how long ago it happened. A statement from Hart's police said, Becoming a victim of sexual assault is never your fault. If you've been a victim no matter how long ago, the offence occurred, please report it. We have specialist officers on hand to provide advice and support throughout an investigation. Anyone in Harfordshire who has experienced sexual abuse or sexual violence can contact the Hearts Sexual Assault Referral Centre, S-A-R-C, for practical and emotional support. People can report information online at hearts.police.uk slash report
1: Residents at a Hemel Hempstead care home are enjoying riding on virtual trains. The Lodge residents are virtually travelling on the Bluebell line with their families, enjoying the views of the countryside from the comfort of their armchairs. Personalised tickets are given to make their hour-long rides more realistic. Residents can relax and have a tea or coffee with some cakes while they reminisce about holidays and past train trips they took. Staff at the care home on Broad Street hold trips every week for family and friends of their residents. Sarah Beck, engagement lead for the lodge, said, Residents think it's great to travel on the steam train. She added... They love hearing the noises of the wheels on the track and seeing the steam go past the window.
2: A teenage boy was punched in the face and stomach by a robber who snatched his bag and phone. Hertfordshire police are asking for witnesses to come forward following the robbery in King's Langley. The incident happened on Saturday, June 25th at around 4pm. No weapon was seen during the incident, but the victim felt a pointed object touch his back as he was walked into nearby woods. The victim had his bag and phone stolen and was punched in the face and stomach. Police say the offender left the area in the direction of Coniston Road. The offender is described as a black male, around 16 years of age, 5 foot 9 inches tall, of slim build, clean-shaven and with two cornrows in his hair. At the time, he was wearing a blue tracksuit and a Canada Goose body warmer. Investigating Officer PC Andy Sims said, I'd like to hear from anyone who was on the common or near the wooded area at the time of this incident and witnessed what happened or saw anything suspicious. Anyone with information is asked to contact PC Sims directly by email on andy.sims at hearts.police.uk or call the emergency number 101. You can also report information online at hearts.police.uk forward slash report. Alternatively, you can stay anonymous by contacting the independent charity Crime Stoppers on 0800 555 111 or via their untraceable online form At Crimestoppers-uk.org,
0: a 101-year-old has been jailed for five years for helping murder 3,518 people while serving in a Nazi concentration camp. The unnamed man was an SS guard from 1942 to 1945 at Sachsenhausen where 50,000 were killed, a court found in Brandenburg, Germany. He claimed he was working on a farm miles away at the time. The trial took eight months due to stops for health reasons. You willingly supported mass extermination with your activity, Judge Udo Lechthermann told him.
1: The founder of the Hemel-Hempstead business, is training for a five-day run around Snowdonia this August. John English, Managing Director of White Star Solutions, has signed up for Ultra X multi-day ultra-marathon trail running series in Wales and will take part in the run to raise money for Motor Neuron Disease Association. John from Berkhamsted started running during the lockdown and was inspired to take part in the challenge after seeing the story of a former professional (coughs) rugby player, Rob Burrow, MBE. John explained, I've been watching a lot of news on motor neuron disease and it's specifically an article about an ex-rugby player who suffered terribly with it. Just watching news and videos of him, it hit me even though I don't know him as a person. Rob, who played for Leeds Rhinos for 16 years, was diagnosed with motor neurone disease in December 2019 and now is unable to communicate through speech due to his condition. After being touched by Rob's story, John wanted to do something to raise money to help find a cure and research into the disease of which its causes are still unknown. Since signing up for the challenge... John has undertaken weeks of gruelling training.
2: We're coming to the end of this week's news. Sunrise and sunset times for this weekend are 4.48 and 21.21. Don't forget, for those with access to the internet, our news is uploaded to our website soon after the recording each week on Thursday evening. This can be found by visiting dtnhemel.org.uk. For those who are listening to this week's news on Memory Stick, please remove your Memory Stick carefully from the player and return it to us in the pouch provided. Turn the label over and post it back to us at the AD Field Community Centre, the Queen's Square, Hemel Hempstead, HP2 4EW, using any Royal Mail postbox. No stamp is required. Thank you for listening. Until next time, it's goodbye from all your readers, the editor, and Mike, your technician for this week.